Backtalk is an extension of the long-running, award-winning movie review show, It's Movie Time, which airs Fridays at 4.01 and 8.01 p.m. on WCBE 90.5 FM, Columbus, Ohio. Hosted by John DeSando, this podcast version features additional content and banter with guests. I'm John DeSando. And I'm Mindy McFan. And this is Backtalk. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had five daughters. Lucky one you. One son, one son. <laughs> And not one of them was mean. Mm-hmm. To you. <laughs> and I needed you badly today because, my, as you can tell, my memory is nothing but good thoughts about teenage girls. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that they're a varied lot, but that some of them can be mean. So now we have, hey, a musical called Absolutely. Mean Girls. Yeah. Based upon a 2004 mm-hmm. film and a stage version. Mm-hmm. Here we are. So I'm an expert, but not. <laughs> but I said, who's, right, who's, <laughs> who's one who's super good with people and who certainly has had kids in education in the sense you have watched girls in education? Still watching it. Give me your reaction to Mean Girls. First of all, Tina Fey is... A marvelous woman. She wears her power very well, and I love her for that. Second of all, I, I enjoyed the first movie because it taps into something all women know, that that potential is there. Every, I mean, if you ask most women who would the mean girl in your grade or your class, mm-hmm. they'll go, oh, yeah. They'll, they'll immediately have a name come to mind. Yes. I happen to feel empathetic toward the mean girl because I just think women for so many bazillions of years had no power, and women learned to take power in less direct ways, in more what you could say were underhanded ways, because they had no choice. And I think it was a survival mechanism for women to be manipulative in other things at certain times, because they were surviving, and they had no power over their circumstances at all. They, They were just chattel. So I I think there's a historical origin that brings about the whole Mean Girl phenomenon, but it's real. We still have it in school today. (laughs) I love this, Mindy. This is something I never even thought about. I just thought there was a particular kind of girl who, when she hits high school, is a mean girl. That's a great analysis. And for so long, women have had to exercise their power in a, in a way that men never even had to worry about. Right. And, and it is great. In high school, yikes. Yeah. Uh, Mindy, yeah. What, what's the profile of a mean girl? Usually somebody who is woefully insecure, problems of their own that they don't want anybody to know about. <laughs> and so they exert power over their surroundings by pitting women against each other and pitting circumstances against each other to keep themselves safe. All right, so how does that apply to, uh, it would be Regina George. This is Renee Rapp in Mean Girls. So, so tell you, me how she fits. Well, you see how insecure she, I mean, she lives with a mother who obviously validates everything superficial in the world. And so I have to be pretty, I have to be thin, I have to be popular to exist. And that's how she lives. And you see how the other girl, new girl, is drawn into that based on her own insecurities and trying to become that power wielder because she's scared. <laughs> and that's we're talking. The new girl is uh, Katie, mm-hmm. Katie Heron, uh-huh. and Gory Rice. Mm-hmm. Neither have I. Yeah. Now, you, you mentioned Slender. Now, I, you know, it's, it's an interesting point. Mean girls are, are beauties, but uh, Regina is a little bit different from our usual 
In fact, Renee comes from the, the musical, right? Uh, but she is um, heftier than than I than I would have thought. Or how? Well, I think yeah. we live in a different world. Yeah. All right. That's you know, the, yeah, standards I wonder. are a little more realistic nowadays. Yeah. That being said, what they try to do to take her down is to make her gain weight. That's that a, is still how you can <laughs> hurt a woman. That's still it's like a candy bar. Mm-hmm. And she eventually finds out that that's what the trick right? that they pulled on her to right? bring her down. They try to make her skin break out and they try to make her gain weight and that's the kind of underhanded things that go on in middle school and high school. How Anybody survives it, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I, I, I the same thing when I look at it and say, "Boy, gosh, am I?" You know, I just had no experience really with bullying or whatever. Mm-hmm. And these girls are hardcore. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so b- back to Regina again, who who dominates this film. Yes, oh, Lindsay Lohan played the new girl in the last in the new one or right. the original one. Right. Yeah, and I don't remember if it's been so long ago. No, I don't, I don't know, know who the either. bad girl is. Yeah, but. Uh, this the new girl, the lead, Katie, more demure. Do you think than than I hate to get into the comparison. I'm so glad my memory is faulty because right. I, I can't slip too how far into that. But this girl starts out being really uh, she's homeschooled. She's coming from Kenya. Yeah, and the original one was much the same because you it, you see the how she gets sucked into it. That she starts out as a, it's why her mother's so confused. She starts out, she's this very kind kid. Yes. But to survive in this world that is made up of school and cliques and all that, she adjusts. So she's not afraid. I mean, I think she came in very afraid. She didn't, she didn't know, understand all the nuances of where you sit and who you sit with and how you dress and all that because she'd been out in the middle of nowhere in Kenya. So, I think you see her survival skills adjust as it goes on. Yeah, survival skills, that's, that's a nice take. I just, that helps me so much in this because sometimes I'm looking back and saying, boy, this is just beyond my experience. I uh, see it every day at work. Okay. Every day at work. Do you really? Oh, absolutely. I could tell you which girls they were. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I could name names. Sit with kids all the time who are trying to navigate all of these things, boys and girls. And I, you know, I always try to give them empathy. Like, I don't know how anybody gets through middle school alive <laughs> or I, high school. Yes. High school, I think, is a little easier. Middle school, I, I just think is, you know. It's true. I did teach middle school for a couple of years. So I, I do know the challenges there. It's rough. And uh, boy, those hormones are just incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just, they just ravage these kids. Yeah, it's hard. And, and there are the bookish that are often a different, they're, they're so stratified. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I, I tell you, John, I kept thinking about what I was going to talk about with yes. this movie because it's, you know, it's not complicated. And it just hit me that. I, I don't know if the world has just become immature, but mi- I always used to tell the middle school kids, don't worry, it ends. Right, this yes, forever. this will pass. I don't know if that's true anymore. We have become so cliquish between if you're a millennial, if you're a boomer, if you're a Democrat, if you're a Republican, if you believe in this, if you believe in that. And yes. I'm like, wow, is middle school now go on forever? Yes. I mean, I, I was really kind of horrified at that revelation that maybe this movie has more to do with us now than it does with kids in school. And that's sad. Yeah, boy. 
Yeah, yeah. After all, the title is Mean Girls, and, and uh-huh. when I wrote about it, I emphasized the mean part. I thought this was really heavily mean. They were mean to an extent that I really hadn't figured before. Right. Uh, I guess I'm looking with rose-colored glasses at 2004, right. but I think you're so right. Yeah, there's Mean Girls in Congress now. Of That's course. disturbing, and I, I, I use girls in quotes because yes. it's not just girls. You know, well, isn't that true? I mean, when you look at our presidential race, yeah, there's absolute meanness going on, particularly on the Republican side. I think Biden is 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 not a mean person. No. But I think the Trump is is uh, evidence is, and that's no secret. No, I mean, it's just he, cruel. He trades on that. Yes, and, and he's proud of it. I don't want to be in middle school now. Oh my! At God. all, I don't want to vi- uh, vilify people who don't agree with me because. It, our country to function well, it's very important that people don't agree with me and they're not like me. It's a little scary that we've got we've turned into adults with clicks. Oh well, Mindy, I've I've just delighted in our discussion. You have enlightened me, uh, as I knew you would, and that's why I needed you. <laughs> you. You needed to put me in that milieu and to understand that this musical, it's a musical. By gosh, yes, it is. And shouldn't that lighten things up? I mean, it does to some degree, but what I think the musical aspect of it does is make it, adds to the satirical nature of it, which I like. Okay. I, I like all the tropes that it represents of the certain this and certain that, the friends that come and go when, you know, you get betrayed and all that. It's like this little <laughs> micro world. The songs weren't mem- memorable, am I, I agree. right? I agree. Yeah. I, I, they were more like uh, background music. Yeah it, yeah. it wasn't like I was going to take a song away and s- remember it and play it and that kind of thing. I thought of the word filler. They're more like filler. Mm-hmm. Trans- or background, yeah. Tra- yeah. Background. Yeah. Transitions. Mm-hmm. Because for people who are interested in how you make something, which can be relatively serious, in into a musical, and our tradition in America certainly has been to lighten things up with musicals. Right. And ex, uh, except maybe for something like the Barber of Seville or whatever, it's, it's, you know, most of this is pretty light stuff. Yeah, it, it stands to reason that they wouldn't have they wouldn't have changed what is the very serious nature of this because in you know in the end, as I think more about any, this is a very serious piece of business. It is now. And, yeah, boy, there's one that I recall that I thought was serious like this, and I don't. I, I've forgotten what the comic element of the Heathers. Do you remember? Yes. Did yes. you ever see Heathers? Yes, a thousand years ago. Yeah, yes. I did too. Yeah. And we that have, was even, you know, more bleak. <laughs> I know, and that was about suicide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm trying to remember how they handled it, because, good Lord, that's the end run on, on all of this would be suicide. But right. they, uh, to get back at the girls, they fake, they, well, they fake the reasons for it. Right. But they... Well, I, I heard uh, Tina Fey was on a talk show talking about making this and how she had to reference things with her daughter because things have changed. And they asked about the, the book they make up that rips everybody to shreds in the movie. Oh, yeah, Burn? They, they the have a burn, burn book, which is basically you write on nasty things about people. Yes. And Tina Fey asked her daughter if the burn book should now be a social media kind of thing. 
And the kids all went, no, it still needs to be a book, which is interesting to me um, that they wanted to keep it a book because the cruelty on social media that children have to endure is absolutely barbaric. Uh, I, I don't know how they live through it. I can barely stand it. I mean, I have to keep a distance from social media because it does not bring out the best in me. It makes me feel bad. I find it depressing. I mean, every negative thing I can say about it, except when I'm looking at, you know, puppies and five-year-olds, it, it's very difficult. And and I think that's why the original movie I looked at very differently than I do this one. Okay, and there's a certain TikTok motif of all in this as well, which you have these little vignettes, these little responses. Right. By and that's very very contemporary. Think about how that they contemporize from 2004 or even the stage musical and in social media. Wow. It's constant. These kids have to deal with it every single solitary day. I can't imagine. So they're intensifying their their meanness. Mhm. Well, you're, you're, you have more access. We just had a, a group discussion at school and like five things that we should improve at the school. And I threw out their gossip and they all jumped on it because my rule at school with the kids is you can talk to me about anybody if you don't use their name. But you aren't to talk to me about anybody in a negative way behind their back using their name because they have to be able to talk. But I don't need to know who you're talking about. Boy, that's great that's great advice. Because it's, I mean, it's harrowing to try to deal with that when you're that age. Harrowing. And it's almost like a natural thing that happens, isn't mm-hmm. it? I think, I, I think it's how we process things and how we feel safe. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all animals. And how we stay safe is not always the kindest. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, too, of another teenage girl film, and that would be, even though I don't remember... Reese Witherspoon's Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. that's another one. I'm trying to think, what is, what is the bit on that one? Well, that she, she was from California, covered in pink, and kind of <laughs> what we would call back in the day some kind of bimbo, <laughs> and she went to this Eastern school where you were supposed to wear tartan and flat shoes, and they refused to believe she could be intellectual and wear pink clothes and high heels. <laughs> She showed them. <laughs> yeah, she did. She was great in that. Yes, wow. she was. Any relevance to Barbie? Oh, absolutely. I mean, any trope that was used to women. Barbie was always a difficult for me as a feminist because I loved Barbie. Yeah. Because my Barbie traveled. My Barbie wasn't married. My Barbie wasn't held down by anything. She had her own apartment. She was named after the Mod Squad woman. I used to cut her hair. I mean, my Barbie had, like, that was freedom. But I see how some people looked at Barbie with her cone boobs and her two-inch thighs and all that, mm. um, that it was an, an odd way of looking at women and a, re- a repetitive thing of looking at women as um, stereotypes, objects. Yes, yeah. But I think Barbie has evolved. I mean, Barbie's been an astronaut. Barbie's been a... Do- yeah, you know, yeah. Over time, she evolved a lot. So, um, So in your vision... Barbie was independent and yes. and someone whom you could admire. Yes. The rest so, of us were looking at it sexualized. Yes, but I think it depends. Barbie is a reflection of the little kid who's got <laughs> it in her hand. Yeah, that's, that's great. The, the current Barbie, which is up for maybe the maybe best film, yeah. seems to me to be pink in a kind of non-serious way. That- well, I, I, I think it's, it's kind of like different ethnic groups owning their own slurs. 
I, I think this Barbie movie was us owning our slur. It, it, it's the ownership of all the stereotypes and all the things that were put on women, and it's owning them and saying they're ours, and we can do with them as we like. Ah. So that's the way I looked at it, and I trust Greta Gerwig intensely. I think that was the intent, uh-huh. that I can drive a pink car and still be ah, whatever the heck yeah. I want. Uh, one of the things that struck me about the current Mean Girls, the musical that we've been talking about, is the sexualization of girls. Mm-hmm. And in this case, they chose all many voluptuous girls for the leads. And it, it struck me that wasn't the way I f- thought about it originally. But I was, uh, and I, uh, one of my favorite f- uh, film critics, Roger Moore, was found that this was a very important part of this film. I got to tell you, as a woman, I didn't even notice it. Yeah, well, particularly... Didn't even think about their, it. Particularly their breasts... That's are what I so mean. exposed, yeah. Oh, that's just. I think that's just what, what kids look like at school. Oh, I don't think that's. Oh, do you don't think the movie makers were? Well, they were. I have interested no in idea. I, yeah, because I, I don't. Mean, I, I'm inferring I, that they I were. would assume Tina Fey wouldn't do that, but I mean, you walk through a high school or middle school, that's what it looks like. Ah, that's I, that's completely normal. Young girls aren't taught to be ashamed of their bodies the way they used to or cover yourself up because that poor that poor boy can't handle yeah. looking at oh. that. We don't do that anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we let the boys be responsible for themselves. So you're more accepting of that as a, a norm that even the boys don't respond in the way that we would have thought. They, well, I'm sure they do respond, but well, too but... bad. It's not, it's not my problem <laughs> how they respond. It's not a teenage girl's problem anymore how a boy responds. Whereas when I was growing up, I was supposed to arrange myself around a boy's comfort. And we, well, at least at my school, we don't play like that anymore. <laughs> oh, Mindy McFan, you have been a delight as you always are. You're a little bit mean when we play euchre, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I got my moment. <laughs> uh, so Mean Girls, and this is Tina Fey's coming back again 20 years later and doing a really admirable job updating her her little piece. She's awesome. Yeah. According to you, and I agree with you, reflecting our times, mm-hmm. reflecting the maturity of our young people. And I just read a, a research analysis that young girls are reaching puberty way earlier now yeah. than they were, certainly, All in that 2004. All good stuff well, <laughs> Yes, right. Imagine without that, yeah. you might have a really easy, really easy time, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what do you advise an audience that's looking around for a good film? They've seen Barbie. They're just wondering, how can we have anything else that would be as entertaining? What about this Mean Girls? I think it's a wonderful movie to take your kids to and start conversations and remember to look in the mirror during that conversation. <laughs> <laughs>